Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Max Scherzer and Corbin Burns are going in different directions. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBTN 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is September 20th, uh, Tuesday, by the way. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at these two. Max Scherzer uh, makes his return Six perfect innings at the Milwaukee Brewers, where he had nine strikeouts with 15 swinging strikes on 68 pitches. Obviously, the Mets playing a little bit cautious there with Max Scherzer, but he was fantastic. Corbin Burns was not. He was hit hard once again. He gave up five runs over five and two-thirds innings pitched. Now has a 4.69 ERA in 12 second-half starts. Scott, what do you think? Scherzer, Burns, SP1 next year? What are we doing? <laughs> SP one next year. Is that where we're going with this? Yeah. Uh, because I, I think they'll be both in the discussion. I think there'll probably be six pitchers in the discussion for number one SP next year, which is uh, why I'm probably not going to be drafting the number one SP next year. Cause I, I, I think, I don't think there's a clear standout like we've seen in recent years. Uh, as for what's going on with Burns right now, I don't see a lot to be concerned about. I, I mean, yeah, in his uh, past seven starts, he has a 5.62 ERA, 1.27 WHIP, 9.1 K per nine, and that's even with an awesome eight inning, 14 strikeout effort in there. Burns has still struggled to that extent, so I understand the reason for the concern, but I don't see a lot of causes for for these struggles the velocity is fine the whiff rate still looks good he's blaming pitch selection like he's not doing a good job of putting hitters away once he sets them up and in this most recent start a three-run homer to pete alonzo did most of the damage but he doesn't sound concerned about the stuff either so good enough matchups the rest of the way that i think you just ride it out with burns through thick and thin and hope he hope he writes the ship with enough time to Still be of assistance for you. Uh, final week of the season. So his next matchup is against the Reds. That's this week. And then next week, Corbin Burns gets the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. So favorable matchups there. Absolutely. Looking at the season-long numbers for Corbin Burns, something that stands out quite a bit is just the home run rate. So last year, Cy Young season, uh, 0.38 home runs per nine. This year, he is at 1.12 home runs per nine. So that, that is pretty drastic jump year over year. The home run to fly ball ratio has also more than doubled 
year over year. So it seems like might be a problem for uh, Corbin Burns. Rank these corner infielders, Scott, something we did on yesterday's podcast, but there's a lot of them that have been emerging recently. Eduardo Escobar went two for three with a walk and a double. He's looked great since returning from the IL. Joey Manessis, I know he's got some tough matchups coming up, but was great as well. Once again on Monday, mm-hmm. he went four for four with his first steal of the season. Michael Tolia uh, had two uh, two triples in this game, also picked up his first career stolen base. And Carlos Santana was one of your sleeper hitters, Scott. He had a double dong, including a grand slam. He has multiple homers in three, three times in his last eight games. How do you rank these four? Escobar, Manessis, Tolia, and Carlos Santana. I'll give Manessas the slight edge over Escobar rest of season. The matchups are tough for Manessas, and it it makes him hard to recommend for that reason. And yet he just he just keeps getting it done. Four hit game with Kyle Wright on the mound for the Braves. So uh, still still doing great. Escobar's matchups are also pretty tough down the stretch. So that's part of the reason I prefer Manessas. Unless, of course, you need a third baseman. Obviously, Manessas can't do that for you. And then final two, look, Tolia, I think he's a pretty good play, a lot of power when he's at Coors Field, which he is for the rest of this week. But if you're already locked in for this week, I don't think there's any reason to bother with Tolia because it's the you know final week of the season. They're not going to be at Coors. So I'll, I'll put Santana over him. And so, again, that's Joey Manessas, then Eduardo Escobar, Carlos Santana, and Michael Tolia. Lastly, does this matter at all? Tyler Alexander took a no-hitter into the seventh inning at the Orioles, and he wound up with seven shutout, two hits, two walks, four strikeouts. But even with this outing, he has a 4.91 ERA. Does it matter? No, and he entered in his previous four starts a combined 19 earned runs. So he had shown nothing leading up to this start. And even as successful as it was, four strikeouts and five and. Sorry, four strikeouts in seven innings, only five swinging strikes. I don't think there's anything here with Tyler Alexander. Yeah, I think more than anything, the Orioles lineup is just slowing down a bit recently. So uh, would not be scared of them if your pitcher is facing them down the stretch. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye! It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.